calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. This is a CFA Institute summary of the Financial Analyst Journal article Risk Management and Optimal Combination of Equity Market Factors by Roger Clark, Harindra De Silva and Stephen Thorley. Published in the third quarter issue of Volume 76, 2020. Overview. Combining factors in a multi-factor portfolio using forecast risk management can add substantially to investment returns. Backtesting showed such a strategy run over 54 years would have made annualized returns of 10.79% versus 7.77% for a similar non-risk managed portfolio. What is the investment issue? What is the best way to combine multiple factors into a single integrated portfolio? Can the ongoing risk management of a multi-factor portfolio enhance long-term returns and improve risk-adjusted investment performance? Factor investing involves identifying groups of securities where the financial performance is driven by characteristics associated with each group. Five commonly used factors are value, momentum, profitability, small size, and low beta. Combining these in an optimal way into one portfolio is a challenge faced by all multi-factor investors. How did the authors tackle the issue? The authors analyzed three different approaches to constructing five-factor portfolio strategies using data from a 54-year period from 1966 through 2019. That data set, which includes the largest thousand US stocks throughout the period, was used to backtest each of the five common strategies, value, momentum, profitability, small size, and low beta. The first approach involved designing a portfolio with an equally weighted mix of so-called primary factors. The securities selected for each factor grouping had exposures to other factors. For instance, the small cap factor securities might also have had exposure to the momentum factor or the value factor or any of the others. As a result, primary factors likely wouldn't perform independently of each other, with the other factors in some case dominating the intended factor exposures, the authors state. The second approach looked at an equally weighted portfolio of pure factor investments. In this portfolio, there were zero exposures to secondary factors. The securities in one factor, such as value, would not have exposure to the profitability factor, for instance. The third approach tested how a portfolio of the five pure factors would perform if the investments were risk managed. That is, if the factor exposures were raised or lowered each month in response to recent changes in factor volatility. Specifically, the idea was to increase exposure to a factor when its volatility was forecast to be lower and vice versa. The authors note that the riskiness of factors change in persistent ways and can therefore be more predictable than forecast factor returns. What are the findings? The results of the backtested performance analyses showed that all three multi-factor approaches delivered performance superior to that of an investment in the market. Furthermore, the authors found that adding risk management had a beneficial effect on the performance that was of the same order as adding an extra factor to the portfolio. The actively managed peer portfolio performed best, with mean annual returns of 10.79% and a sharp ratio of 0.765. The equal mix of pure factors and primary factors resulted in mean returns of 7.77% and 7.39% and sharp ratios of 0.537 and 0.516 respectively. 
These results all compare favorably with average returns of 6.29% and a sharp ratio of 0.417 for the market benchmark. Although the backtesting itself didn't include transaction costs or portfolio turnover, an additional analysis gave some estimates of the likely costs assuming the turnover of the portfolio was a 10% a year. For the dynamic portfolios, the authors infer these transaction costs would have reduced gross returns for the risk-managed portfolio by around 30 basis points per year versus a 10 basis point reduction for the static portfolios. Even with these costs added, the risk-managed portfolio returned more alpha than the other strategies. What are the implications for investors and investment managers? The analysis shows that a multi-factor portfolio can substantially outperform the broader market. That base performance improvement, whether from using primary or pure factors, can be further enhanced by combining factors using ongoing risk management, whereby the exposures to the various factors are increased or decreased in response to changes in their forecast risk. Furthermore, the authors develop a closed form formula to implement this multi-factor strategy. The authors explain, because closed form formulas are used to create the optimal multi-factor portfolios, our empirical research can easily be extended to other country markets or the global equity market. That was a summary of the Financial Analyst Journal article, Risk Management and Optimal Combination of Equity Market Factors, published in the third quarter issue of Volume 76. You can find the text of the summary on cfainstitute.org.